Good morning, uh, Dr. Badia here with our bi-weekly episode of Fixing Healthcare from the Trenches. I'm uh, coming to you from my New York location. Many don't know I've uh, done the opposite of most people in Miami. Uh, people fled during the pandemic from um, from New York and California states to Florida, but um, this is uh, actually where I train. So I'm I'm here every every six weeks for for patients and for further building um, ideas like with today's uh, guest. Uh, Dr. Jeff Cole is a, is a fellow hand surgeon, and he is the uh, founder of a very uh, unique concept, which really requires some explaining. So I'm not even, I'll, I'll let him tell you a little bit about his background, but I want him to have time to talk in our short podcast about uh, the idea behind Merge Medical. So thank you, uh, Dr. Cole. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me here today. So tell us, uh, you know, very very briefly about just your journey, because, you know, most of the people on this podcast are clinicians who are trying to do something to fix healthcare, And and certainly what you're doing, I mean, is is very representative of that. So so tell us a little about your journey. Yeah. So, um, you know, several years of training, as as everybody knows, um, (laughs) went to uh, medical school. orthopedics at the time I did it, where I did it, Chattanooga, Tennessee, it was a six-year program. It was a a pyramid program, actually. So uh, a lot of extra uh, (laughs) hurdles there. Um, And then left and and trained under Drs. Mansky and Dr. Gelberman, who you know, uh, in St. Louis, Um, have always had a a knack for for just trying to improve processes. I don't like doing the same work, especially repetitive type work twice. Um, back in 2003, I started an electronic medical record program in the early days of SAS. And uh, we created a phenomenal product, ran the company for 15 years. But, uh, you know, if I could go back, there's a couple pretty critical things I would have done differently. And we might still be standing today. Um, but no, I just I, th- I think I came out of medical school, which for me, it was we had two residents per level. We had two helicopters. It was just incredibly busy. And there's six years where, um, you know, I don't know who won the SEC championship games. I don't know. A lot of things were happening. That's big big in your part of the the country. And and so, you know, I came out and I had friends that I went to college with that were C students that already sold two companies. And I'm like, dang. And so, you know, so just... uh, I think that might have been one of the one of the things that just kicked me into gear was to um, look around my own world and look for for opportunities to to just make make healthcare better, access better, documentation better, things of that nature. Right, right, and then um, so so yeah, you you've obviously had experience in, in technology, but um, so then what 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 kind of made you think about merge medical and and in the most the most uh, simple terms and then we can dive in a little deeper you know basically what what is what is what is it and what 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 are its goals well um as you know there's 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 just there's a lot of pain in medicine you know you, yes. you hear about the number of doctors that that, that left the practice of medicine i think it's 117,000 in in 2021 alone uh, wow. you hear about burnout you hear about all of the the, the downward pressures on on physicians, um, whether it's cut and reimbursements, whether it's uh, the pre-certification process, and then you see the headlines about the, the insurance and the big players, you know, how much profit they make every year. 
And uh, Spe- you know, speaking of uh, not not to interrupt, but just three days ago, a, a colleague who started something called Somi Docs uh, article in New York Times uh, that was that got a lot of attention regarding exactly that, and they they kind of talked about the the moral dilemmas for physicians, uh, and and specifically saying, thank God that it is it is not burnout. People are calling it burnout, right, Jeff? It's yeah. not burnout. It's it's exactly what you're saying. We, you know, um, I think so, most so clinicians, we, we love what what we do. I love what I, I do. I love my job. I'm not, I'm not trying to yeah. exit, you know, so I'm not right. one of these guys preaching, you know, what they say, fire, you know, um, trying to uh, uh, retire early, the RE part of that. Um, you know, so Merge Medical is, is really an answer to what LinkedIn doesn't offer, to what Doximity, in my opinion, doesn't offer, but it's, it's a community where um, it's a nonprofit, it's free. We're not looking to take money from anyone to to join. It's a place where physicians and healthcare providers can, where we can all uh, join one one community. And and inside that community, we wanna create tools and opportunity and access, uh, all based on defining problems, providing education, uh, just allowing physicians to get more involved in healthcare innovation, more involved in wealth building opportunities, more involved in the business of medicine, because quite frankly, we've, we've been shut out. Um, and and there are a lot of ways where we can get involved in the business of medicine. It doesn't involve stark rules, doesn't involve self-referral, whether it's real estate, whether it's physicians and physician capital, funding, funding real estate, funding um, private market opportunities. And so um, I think every town has, they have their list, you know, depending on the size of the town, they have of of a dozen, two dozen, you know, a a thousand entrepreneurial physicians that are always kind of looking around to see how they can get involved. And uh, what we want to do is is aggregate those people in one place, but not just those people, the people that are more watching and following, because I think we healthcare providers. And, so, so give us um, <clears throat> perhaps a good example. I mean, uh, obviously the idea of ag- aggregating entrepreneurs and because that's a challenge. I mean, you, you know my challenge, right? I mean, I started Ortho now, you know, over a decade ago. And um, the challenge is when you're, you know, your, your company is at this level of EBITDA, the, the, you know, I'm in New York right now, the powers to be, I mean, don't even look at it. They're not looking at what the idea is. Right, they're looking more at just what that revenue is and how they can multiply it and and, and skim money off it, which, which is fine. But uh, but there are many ideas out there, right, that simply uh, don't uh, don't don't get the traction or, or the yeah. funding. So the so give me an example of something perhaps that you could envision or or something that's already being done through Merge Medical that um, that will allow a, a, an idea and a company to catapult. Well, a couple things. One, one is just awareness. Uh, we're doing a podcast series uh, looking right. for transformational companies, and um, if, if people go to our website now, mergemedical.org, and just click on the podcast uh, uh, in the header, we've got, we've got six or seven podcasts there that we've done. Um, we've designed it where we've got a, a quick hitting version. We call ten and ten. The idea is that if you were in front of a, a a famous investor and you had his 10 minutes of attention 
what are the, the 10 things about your company you'd want them to know? So that, that's, the, that's the general idea about the 10 and 10. And then we've got more of an uncut version called the deep dive. And so if, if the 10 and 10 captures people's attention, uh, they can watch the other longer version. And so we have, to this point, found some very interesting, compelling companies um, that I think de deserve awareness. I think as we move forward, um, it's not going to really be the original group that the co-founders, so to speak, that are finding these opportunities. It's going to be our community members. And those ideas will be they'll be brought to our forum because we have a website and a forum that a person can pass very easily back and forth. And so all of the communication and idea vetting, deal vetting will happen inside the forum, which is, is essentially gated. Uh, you have to have an MPI number to join. It has to be verified. And so it's a safe place to talk about these things. Um, but we'll have the community suggest companies and and ultimately we'll we'll just vote who who do who does the community want to want to see a podcast from next and so we'll we'll take it off our our plate and really leave it up to the community to see who they want to hear from so and, jeff do you um do you anticipate uh, that that these sources of uh of capital uh, you know for for the viewers right there's two big buckets right there's venture capital for the yeah. earlier companies and then there's private equity which is which is typically much late stage and then those companies are uh, are purchased and, and 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 then typically sold four to five years later for uh for a significant profit um so anticipate those groups uh, having a way to, to 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 check in uh through merge medical about what's what's out there for them to to invest in i think so i think we we, we hope to kind of flip the model on itself and have um, private equity firms, venture firms who, who may be partnered with us and where uh, there may be some deals that get um, co-funded, you know, whether you call that a sidecar opportunity or however that's structured. We, we do have a sister company or a company we're working with uh, to provide ability for physicians to do community investing through the Dow structure. Um, four states have, have passed uh, Dow LLC legislation where, uh, you know, that decentralized autonomous organization can uh, can have a bank account. It can have it can run like any other LLC or business. And so the idea yeah. there is for, you know, most physicians, for starters, we we don't get approached by by venture capital firms, by family offices. To invest because in general we don't have the two hundred fifty thousand dollar minimum to put in and, and nor should we put that much capital in one place necessarily most most people um but what we're trying to to develop is ability for physicians through the dow structure to be both the the general partner and the lp um to vet ideas together and then to be able to enter a vehicle where we might invest in 10 companies so have chips on the table for 10 um, early stage or growth stage mm. companies, possibly with a minimum of $25,000. So it's an opportunity that just doesn't exist uh, for the average physician. Um, and I think in mass, you know, that can create a significant funding uh, power in the market. Um, well, yeah, if, if we can get enough physicians, you know, that's all, always been our, our challenges, you know, Jeff. It, 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 you know, I say it in my book, uh, it starts in organic chemistry to competition. So the problem yeah. is uh, us physicians don't 
don't collaborate nearly as well as we should. And and uh, you know, I, I I applaud your efforts with Merge Medical to to try to combat that. So the important thing is to talk about it as much as possible. And um, so obviously that's that's one way that you uh, through physicians directly you want to impact the healthcare system. So so I, I'd like to ask you as I do every guest, um, what are what would be three very succinct uh, steps initiatives that that you would like to to see implemented that would really change healthcare and reverse what you were talking about earlier. Um, be basic. Yeah. yeah. Um, gosh, there's dozens, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think in, in line with where my, where my head is and with, with what we're building, um, you know, I just think that physicians and healthcare providers should unite through a, through a structured community um, and let that community actually be a fabric um, to, to help, unite other smaller communities so we can work together you know so that's 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 one uh so uh number two yeah um i think physicians should prosper together i think it's it's i don't think we need to apologize for making a living you know it's not the living that doctors made in the 1980s quite frankly a lot of people struggled and so um instead of thinking private equity, I think in terms of physician equity, I think ability for physicians to invest in real estate together, uh, medical practices literally be the, the, the funding power behind buying out practices, but yet with an eye on the future, an eye on the Hippocratic Oath, um, you know, an eye on our profession and, and preserving the, the integrity of our profession. Um, so I'm going to give an example regarding that in a moment, uh, but after you give your, your third point, yeah, and, and I, I want to go back um, to your second and I think physicians should should just be empowered uh, through number one and number two uh, to say no more. I think uh, that through our community uh, that we have power and uh, we should be in a better financial situation than being able to say no to a bad work environment, say, bad, say no to a bad contract, um, say no to, to offers to be bought out when it's probably not the right thing for, for your practice and particularly the younger people in your practice. Huh. So, um, so I think part of the problem and, and, you know, obviously Jeff, this is not a podcast. I mean, maybe in the future, this and similar ones where the public will, will, will actually just, um, for whatever reason, it's just not that interesting, uh, to them, um, much like other social issues, which got a lot of attention. So I think at some point, perhaps articles like the New York times will really get people interested, but part of it is that we have to change the expectation of the public, and you said in your point number two about you know about compensation, and and um, I'll relay something that happened to me 15 minutes ago, where I was reviewing an extra on a lady from another part of the country, <laughs> and when my staff got in touch with her, schedule a telemedicine visit. I, you know, already that was time, right? We're getting in touch with her. I'm responding to her personally as, as a surgeon, as a busy surgeon, looking at the extra, and like, wow. You know, between you and me, she may need, uh, she's probably too far gone for what we call a hemi-hamate arthroplasty, right? So I'm I'm going to speak to her maybe about arthrodesis. But anyway, it takes expertise, right? Like, sure. Um, oh, she goes, uh, she said to myself, oh, I thought, the, uh, I thought the telemedicine consult was free. So we have to change that. I mean, yeah. I, you know, and the, and the bottom is you can't even say to that patient, well, why would you think that? Because then next thing you know, they, they go online and and blast you and all, all of these things. So this is a culture change that we have to enact. I, I, I feel like saying that patient, well, 
I don't know. I mean, should I tell my my, my cleaning lady for my practice that it, it, if she'll do it for free, should I tell my lawyer <laughs> to do it for free? Uh, should I tell my accountant, uh, my my staff, critic, critical staff? So this is this is a mindset the public has. Um, yep. and, and yeah, you know, I'm I'm going. I'm taking my kids to Ecuador in about six weeks to do a medical mission. But this are are people who really have nothing. I mean, this is and many of us do this, right, Jeff? But yeah. in our own home, we we can't be working for free. Who who does right. that? I mean, to begin with, it's not even free, right? We have huge overhead. So every yeah. time we do something for free, we're actually subsidizing and pay, paying the patient. So I, I really want patients to understand that, uh, that we have huge expenses. I think, like you're saying, I mean, I, I, physicians are by nature um, ethical. I mean, they're bad apples in, in, every, yeah. in every profession. Of course. They're altruistic. We, it, yeah, we give away free stuff every day. Sometimes just because of the fact that we have to go so fast to to support where we were 10 years ago, whatever that looks like, you know, sometimes it's just a hassle to figure out what to charge for something and just we give it for free. So, I mean, I think physicians, um, they're accustomed to, to helping each other, whether it's, you know, curbside consults. Um, yeah, I think physicians right. are, are willing to, to, to pitch in and put an oar in the water and try to all row in the same direction, particularly if it were, understood how much that would value the profession as a whole. Yeah, well, let's let's hope because, I mean, things like, you know, initiatives like Merge Medical maybe will, will really make a change. Um, so in terms of my three initiatives, which I give uh, uh, every time on a podcast, I mean, the first one is simply oversight, not authorization, meaning that uh, every time we have to have something authorized by somebody sitting at a desk somewhere, that slows down the process. And they're not nearly as qualified as we are, obviously, to make the decision. So if a patient needs that MRI or needs physiotherapy, why are we waiting for some silly number by some bureaucrat to tell us that it's authorized? Uh, so we can, if we can eliminate that, but, but we need oversight because you said yep. it, there are bad apples, right? So we yep. do need oversight, and that's fine. Uh, next one is right clinician at the right time. So, Jeff, you and I are both hand surgeons, but you, a patient wouldn't want to see us for a complex ankle problem, right? right? So the public needs to understand that. So you need, there's too much to know in medicine nowadays. The, the, the old days of the, the country doctor did everything. Um, it's just, if, if you want the optimal care, you know, we're talking all day long about say, you know, complex risk problems, not ankle, <clears throat> right? Um, and that will save money. And this push towards the, you know, burdening the primary care physician with having to approve, you know what, to see us for a shoulder pain it's really silly because the primary care physician should be taking care of our overall health and, and and a lot of preventive health, not not having their offices clogged with, you know, re, just referring to the uh, the, the appropriate specialist. Um, and the last one is, is this. It's public education. Right. And yeah. the big challenge is how do we get the public to care about this? How do we get the public to listen in? Uh, my feeble attempt was, you know, I, I wrote the book, Healthcare from the Trenches during uh, 10 weeks of the pandemic. And, you know, I could tell by the sales, although I don't really follow it, uh, but it's it's certainly not, you know, uh, jumping off the bookshelves. And uh, uh, and that, that just simply is an indication that I think the public doesn't realize what a big problem is about to, uh, to face us. With what you said, 117,000 physicians left during that whole two-year pandemic period. And we are... <clears throat> 
140,000 physicians short um, in these coming years is is the projection. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that that Merge Medical can help uh, in terms of um, aligning physicians to maybe talk about these things and maybe make some uh, changes. So what are your what are your last thoughts, Jeff? I'm just I'm I'm glad to be here with you. People may not know it, but you know I've asked you to to, to help us grow Merge Medical, and I, I appreciate your offer. We we have, uh, we have twelve co-creators. Uh, we like that word rather than co-founders because we're a nonprofit. But um, you know some people with large uh, networks out there already. Uh, Daniel Shen, the Darwinian doctor. Jordan Frey, the prudent plastic surgeon. Uh, Jen Barna, who's doing a lot of great work for uh, for, for burnout at, at uh, Doc Working, Dr. Arlen Myers, uh, Society yeah, Arlen. of Entrepreneurs. So, Digital health. You know, I, I think it's it's just an issue. We um, we want to co-market. We want to co-market with other communities. We want to co-market with with transformational uh, medical startups. We want to we just want to create create some interest and buzz and and just try to get in the same place and. Um, make a difference. Awesome. Well, I, I, I think we'll, uh, I think little by little we can. So um, I want to, I want to thank everyone for joining us. And uh, in two weeks, we'll have another episode and yes, go to emergemedical.org, not com, mergemedical, one word.org. And uh, certainly if you're a physician, you know, join in and, 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 and join the community and, and see what you might uh, gain from it and, and what you can contribute. Yeah. Thank you all. Fantastic. Bye-bye. Thank you.